In order for you to lead and handle projects at a certain level of complexity, productive mistakes are inevitable. And the way that you will impress your audience is not by avoiding productive mistakes, but by staying in confidence and leadership when those productive mistakes happen. You being gracious with yourself when you make unproductive mistakes is a way that you can set yourself up to be a leader who's not just effective, but effective in a way that feels good and healthy to the people around you. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Hello, hello, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. I'm Jess, I'm the host and creator of The Art of Speaking Up, and I'm a success coach for professional women. I help women who work in the corporate and nine to five world build confidence, find their voice, and elevate into leadership positions. I am here to help more women reach their full potential and become leaders and executives in their organizations. And I am so pumped about today's episode because this is a topic that all of us have struggled with. It's a topic that I have struggled with so much. It's something that if you overcome your struggle with this, you can become so powerful and so effective in your role. So I am very excited to dive into the topic of making and recovering from mistakes. And I know how hard this can be. I know the feeling that so many of us get. You know, it's that feeling in the pit of your stomach when you realize you've sent out the wrong document or you realize you're, you know, you're putting your presentation in front of a room full of people and you're realizing like they don't agree with it and you haven't gone in the right direction, right? It's that moment where you realize like you made a wrong decision, you made a mistake, you did something that wasn't the best and it can feel debilitating and overwhelming and paralyzing and it can make you stop believing in yourself, it can make you want to hide, it can make you never want to take a risk or take up space again, mistakes can really challenge us. But the beautiful thing is that the things that challenge us most and feel most difficult and most uncomfortable for us are also usually the things that are going to have the most dramatic positive impact on our confidence, which is a little bit paradoxical but it's true. This is why I'm so excited to give you a new way to think about and process and recover from any mistakes that you might make in your job, because not only will it help you be more effective, but it will also help you feel so much more confident in who you are and how you lead and in your capabilities. Before I dive in deeper to mistakes, If you haven't heard of it, if you're newer here, I want to invite you to download my free resource library. The Art of Speaking Up free resource library is an entire library filled with free ebooks, video courses, audio courses, unpublished podcast episodes, and templates, 
all designed to help you succeed in your role. If you are looking to become a more effective communicator, if you are looking to improve your leadership, if you are looking to grow your confidence, you will find something in the free resource library that will help you with it. Whether it's one of my video courses, like I said, eBooks, audio courses, templates, workbooks, you will find a plethora of free items that are going to contribute to your professional growth. To get your hands on the free resource library, all you have to do is head to jessgazitcoaching.com slash free resources or click the link in the show notes. And when you get to that page, at the very top of the page, it says free resource library. There's a button you can click. Click the button, enter your email. I will send you the free resource library and you can dive in. And for those of you who might not know, the free resource library has unpublished podcast episodes. So if I record a podcast and for some reason or another, I don't want to publish it on the main feed, I just put it in the free resource library. So if you want more podcast episodes, go check it out, jessgazitcoaching.com slash free resources. Okay, let's talk about mistakes. Okay, now if I laugh or if I sound like I'm being flippant, I'm laughing at myself. I say this a lot. I'm a perfectionist. I'm type A. I'm controlling. I, I mean, I'm working through all of these things. I've come a long way, right? I've had to let go of a lot of these things in order to build the success that I wanted to build both in my corporate career and in my career as a coach and podcaster. But when I laugh, I'm laughing because I relate to the struggle. I feel you, I get you, and I also want you to know that it is possible to let go, to be less controlling, to be less of a perfectionist, and ultimately, when you do those things, to reach your actual full potential. Because when we are trying to avoid mistakes and be perfectionists and control every decision and every outcome, we're not actually operating at our full potential. We're operating from a place of smallness or fear or avoiding something. And once we let go of some of those habits, we actually can show up in strong, powerful, confident leadership. So that's what we're talking about today. So I want to start by making a distinction between two different kinds of mistakes. Because not all mistakes are created equal. And depending on the kind of mistake that you made, there is a different process that you want to go through to quote-unquote recover from that mistake. Because a lot of you are thinking that you made a mistake when really you did the right, perfect thing that you were supposed to do. Now, if that sounds backwards, keep listening. I promise you this will make sense. There are two types of mistakes. There are productive mistakes and unproductive mistakes. And when you make a mistake, it is critical for you to understand what type of mistake you made because not all mistakes are created equal. So first, let me talk about productive mistakes briefly. Then I'll talk about unproductive mistakes briefly. And then I'll talk about what to do when you make mistakes. So a productive mistake is a mistake that has to happen as a side effect of you making forward progress. So just like 
if you take a medication, it might have an unwanted side effect, but you have to take the medication so that you can fix the main health problem that you're trying to fix. Just like there can be an unwanted side effect with medication, sometimes the work that you do has the unwanted side effect of mistakes. These are what I call productive mistakes because without these mistakes, you cannot make actual progress. Here's an example. Your manager asks you to do a new piece of work, or maybe leadership at your company says, hey, we want you to own this new thing. The ask that they make of you is vague. It's ambiguous. They're not at all being clear with you in terms of what it is they want or need. And you have to get this thing off the ground when you don't even know what it is. You're not even confident they know what it is. And all of a sudden, it starts to feel daunting. Now, the most effective way to get that project off the ground is to be open and willing to making mistakes. Because the only way that you're going to move that thing forward is if you have the courage to say, I don't know what they want, but I'm going to put on paper what I think this is so that they have something to react to so that I can start making forward progress on what they're asking me to do. In other words, you have to start by doing it quote-unquote wrong so you can get a dialogue going with your stakeholders so you can figure out how to do it right. You cannot move forward perfectly because you don't have all of the information, all of the resources, all of the inputs that you need in order to do it. And the sooner you're willing to make that mistake and do it imperfectly and put something that isn't the full answer and isn't perfect in front of stakeholders, the sooner you're willing to do that, the faster you will move the project forward. That's why it is a productive mistake. It is unavoidable and it will help you make faster progress. Now, what most of us do is we try to avoid productive mistakes but that keeps you from being productive. You try to solve it in your head. You try to find a way around it. You try to get it perfect. And what happens is you end up moving at a very slow pace or not making any progress at all. You're prioritizing making zero mistakes over making an impact. So what you want to recognize is when you're in a situation that requires you to make productive mistakes. Now, in order to make a productive mistake, you need to let go of gaining your sense of confidence from getting everything right all of the time. Part of the reason we don't like to make productive mistakes and part of the reason we get in our own way and slow ourselves down at work by trying to do something perfect when it's not possible and we just have to move it forward messy and we just have to allow ourselves to make a mistake. But part of the reason we're so afraid to make the mistake is that we haven't learned how to feel confident when we don't have every answer, when we don't get it perfect. We only feel confident when we're getting it right and getting it perfect. If that's the case, that means we have surface-level confidence. We have confidence that can only stand and only be felt when we're performing perfectly and things are going well. Now, in my opinion, that isn't really confidence. My definition of confidence is that I feel solid about myself and who I am and the person and leader I'm being through the ups and through the downs, through the wins and through the mistakes. 
Does that mean that I always feel amazing when I make a mistake, even if it's a productive mistake? No, I might have feelings like regret, embarrassment, shame, humiliation, but I still like the person who I am. I still have my own back. I don't start to think that I'm a horrible, terrible person. I remember that I'm having a very normal human experience, but I'm still like a bad bitch who knows what I'm doing and who's going to get this project over the finish line and drive these results no matter what. So the more you allow yourself to make productive mistakes and the more that you are supportive and kind to yourself and have your own back when you feel negatively upon realizing you've made a productive mistake, the faster your confidence grows because you learn that you don't have to beat yourself up and be really mean to yourself and totally abandon yourself and become an enemy to yourself when something goes wrong or when you mess something up. You learn that you can keep going and keep showing up and pick yourself up even when things aren't going perfectly and even when you do mess things up. And this frees you enormously in your job. It frees you enormously because all of a sudden you realize you can take so many more actions. You can get so much messier. It's so much easier to move forward because your hands are no longer tied by this fear of making mistakes. Suddenly you have options, you have choices, you have power, you have autonomy, you have ways to get things done. If you feel in your job this sense of like, I don't feel in control of getting things done, it could be because the only pathways forward that you even consider in your mind are the ones that avoid productive mistakes, which for some types of work and some types of project, there is no path forward where you avoid productive mistakes. You have to form the working team wrong and then change it. You have to include the wrong people in your kickoff. You have to go in the wrong direction before everyone figures out what the project needs, right? There are some types of projects where that has to happen. And when you allow that to happen, you stop feeling so out of control and so stuck in your role because suddenly you have permission to just get started and just figure it out. So I don't consider productive mistakes mistakes. I consider avoiding productive mistakes a mistake because then you're not actually making progress and driving the impact that you have the potential to drive in your role. Okay, now I said I'd be brief. I lied. I have more to say on productive mistakes before I pivot to unproductive mistakes, but I want to address something that you might be thinking. This is really important. You might be thinking, Jess, I hear what you're saying. It makes sense. However, I want to look good in front of leaders and executives at my company. I don't want them to see me making mistakes. I don't want to see me putting the wrong thing in front of them. And to this, I say, in order for you to lead and handle projects at a certain level of complexity, productive mistakes are inevitable. And the way that you will impress your audience is not by avoiding productive mistakes, but by staying in confidence and leadership when those productive mistakes happen. So for example, let's say an entire team of executives at your company asks you to start working on a project. The project is ambiguous and you don't exactly know what they want. And the best way for you to move it forward is to have a conversation with them about what they want. And you want to come with a draft of what you think the project should look like so that they have something to react to 
but you know that there's no way your draft is going to be correct. You know that like they have differing opinions and this project is complicated and there's no way you're going to get it right on the first try. You could bring that to your audience and you could be super timid and you could be like, well, like, here's how it could be. Here's what I think. And you can kind of have an energy of like, oh, I know this is wrong and I'm embarrassed and I don't stand by this work and I feel like I don't look good. And your audience is going to pick up on that energy and they're going to feel doubt and they're going to feel not confident because they're picking up on your doubt and your lack of confidence. But if you go to your audience super confident, super in leadership, and you say to them, this project is super important. I'm very much looking forward to supporting you all with this. Now, what is key at this moment is for us to align on exactly what we want the goal and execution of this project to look like. And the best way for us to do that is to react to an initial iteration so that I can collect feedback input, critique, that is going to help me go back, iterate, and form a final proposal that we all feel really good about. So let's take a look at this work-in-progress draft proposal. And what I want to hear from you is all of your thoughts and all of your opinions so that we can make sure that the final plan for this project reflects exactly the way that we want to execute it. Here is my draft plan. What are your thoughts? When you share that with your audience, that way, with that energy, they're like, oh, okay, all right, she's telling us what to do. She's thought of this. She's put together a draft of this. She wants our feedback. Okay, great. And your audience, instead of seeing you as someone who put a wrong draft in front of them, they're going to see you as a leader who's kicking off a process to move something forward that is difficult and vague and that requires these initial phases and initial discussions. And they see you as capable of leading and shepherding them through it. So it's really not about being perfect. It's not about having the answer. It's not about always getting it right on the first try. It's about instilling confidence in your audience that you will get them across the finish line. And often, the way that you get people across the finish line is by making productive mistakes. And there's nothing to apologize for. You haven't done anything wrong, right? So you don't want to be in an energy of apologizing. You want to be in an energy of, this is the first step I'm taking to make sure this work is a success. And here's why this first step makes sense. Here's why it makes sense for us to look at this work in progress draft. Because by looking at it, we're going to surface our critiques, our feedback, our pressure testing, and we're going to figure out what's really important and really matters in this critical assignment. That is the energy that you want to have around productive mistakes. No apology, total ownership in your ability to drive people to a result in the most effective way, which is going to include mistakes and iteration. So that's something that I want to share with you because you might be avoiding productive mistakes thinking that there's some way that you have to do your job where you never make mistakes and that you should know exactly how every project looks and everything should go. And I'm like, absolutely not. You cannot know those things. You can't read people's minds. Like sometimes it really is just about being willing to take a step forward, take a wrong step forward and take that step forward with total confidence and belief. Not that it's necessarily the perfect step, but that it's the right step 
to catalyze progress. When you are able to do that, you become so much more impactful and influential in your organization. And yes, it requires more confidence, more bravery, more courage. Confidence and bravery and courage, those things are required if you want to have a big impact, but you can build confidence. You can build the courage in small steps over time. Okay, that's productive mistakes. Now I want to talk about unproductive mistakes. An unproductive mistake is a mistake that didn't have to happen as a side effect of you making forward progress. So for example, let's say you know exactly what you want to execute. You have a clear roadmap and you do it wrong, right? You Maybe you are analyzing a data set and you're going to put the findings in front of executives, right? And you mess up the math and you put a number in the chart and that number is wrong. And you find out that you made a mistake. That is what I would call an unproductive mistake. It's not a mistake that had to happen in order for you to move something forward. It's literally just an error. So now I want to remind you that productive mistakes are a good thing. We want to make productive mistakes. If mistakes are required to get something moving and build momentum, we don't want to avoid them. We don't want to get stuck in perfectionism because that keeps us from executing and having an impact. Now, with unproductive mistakes, errors, things that could have theoretically been avoided, it's different. We don't want to embrace them and be like, oh, I want to make a ton and ton of errors in my work. However, just because they aren't valuable in the way that productive mistakes are valuable doesn't mean we can completely avoid them. We are human and we will make mistakes, period, because we're not robots. We're not AIs. And even AIs make mistakes, right? I remember when I worked in the tech industry and, you know, a huge thing was like you could code something, but then it would have all these bugs that you'd have to fix. And like, then you'd fix one bug and you'd find another one and it would be like whack-a-mole, right? So mistakes are just a part of what we do. And I think it's really important that you don't hold yourself to the expectation that you never make unproductive mistakes because that's going to put a lot of pressure on you and it's going to make you feel even more shame when you make an unproductive mistake. And it's hard enough as it is realizing you made an unproductive mistake. And so we don't want to make it feel harder by setting an unrealistic expectation that you won't ever make any mistakes. What I suggest instead, instead of putting that kind of pressure on yourself and having that unhealthy expectation that you should never make a mistake, what I suggest is that you practice doing two things when it comes to unproductive mistakes. Number one, you practice being kind and understanding of yourself when the mistake happens, and two, only after you have done step one of being kind and understanding to yourself, do you then investigate whether there is a key learning that you can take away that could help you reduce the frequency of that mistake in the future. This cannot be done in a punishing way. This cannot be like, I'm horrible and I have to figure out how to never make this happen again. That will not work. That will erode your confidence and effectiveness over time. 
Instead, it has to be, oh, I made a mistake. I'm feeling very embarrassed. I'm feeling very overwhelmed with shame. I'm feeling very afraid. I'm just going to slow down and give myself some space. I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm just going to allow these emotions to be here. And I'm going to support myself in this moment of heightened emotion until the emotions aren't so big and until I have the capacity to step back and reflect. And when I notice the emotions are less heightened and I'm feeling more calm, more grounded in my body, I'm kind of moving on from that very intense sense of danger or fear or shame that I was feeling. Once once I'm coming down from all of that, then I'm going to look and and very gently try to understand, okay, what led to that? Like, what was happening there? Was I in a hurry? Was I overthinking? Was I spending too much time on this? And I was so in the details and being so perfectionist that I wasn't even like present and focused and in my body while I was working on this thing. Did I not understand it? And did I fail to ask a clarifying question that really just would have helped me avoid this mistake? Did I need to ask for help? And I didn't, right? You want to just gently understand, is there something that you can learn for the future? And especially if the mistake happened as a result of a habit that you want to become aware of, right? Maybe you have a habit of feeling like you need to rush through things and you don't allow yourself to take the time that you really need to take. Maybe you have a habit of not asking for help when you know you need the help. And maybe the thing that you want to work on is getting better at asking for help, right? A mistake can be a very valuable opportunity for self-reflection, but it can't be done from a punishing way. Because when you do it from a punishing way, what you're reinforcing is that you're bad, that something is wrong with you, right? You're reinforcing that like you should be perfect. You should never make mistakes. And these mistakes are evidence that like you are not good enough. And that's going to erode your confidence over time. If you want to build your confidence, think about it as like confidence is constantly either being built up or torn down based on how you're treating yourself, right? So if you want to build confidence in a moment where you're processing a mistake that you made, what way of treating yourself is going to help you feel a genuine, grounded, powerful sense of confidence? Well, probably treating yourself with some respect and dignity and being humane towards yourself and saying, okay, this happened. I'm not a bad person, but I bet there's something I can learn here. There might be something that I can put in place for the future This might be showing me a place where I can grow and show up bigger and get out of some habits that I have become trapped in that aren't representing me believing in myself and me operating at my full potential. So again, you want to be gentle with yourself, give yourself space, and then find what is the learning. Now, no matter how much you learn from your mistakes and how much you iterate, you might get better at preventing unproductive mistakes but you won't ever eliminate them. You're human and that's going to happen. And I think it's really important for you to think about as a leader, what example do I want to set when it comes to mistakes? I I want you to imagine like if you're a CEO or an executive as a company, then every choice you make impacts company culture. So if you beat yourself up when you make a mistake and people see the CEO of the company behaving that way, then the whole culture of the company is going to move towards, oh, when we make mistakes, we beat ourselves up. So I really want you to think about like, 
if you're a leader right now or you plan to become a leader, then whatever habits you're reinforcing right now are going to become the culture of your company or team. So I want you to think about what example would I want to set and what habits do I have to practice now so that I create a healthy culture across my team. And what I have found is that the more you have genuine confidence within yourself and the more that you're able to treat yourself with respect and understanding, the better a culture you can create as a leader. Leaders that create very unpleasant work cultures, some people like to use the phrase toxic work cultures, whatever phrase rings true for you, but I think we've all been in them. But leaders that create those types of cultures typically have some unresolved stuff within themselves, right? And it tends to impact the experience of their teams. And you being gracious with yourself when you make unproductive mistakes is a way that you can set yourself up to be a leader who's not just effective, but effective in a way that feels good and healthy to the people around you. Because I am all about getting things done. I'm all about being a super effective leader. I'm all about, you know, stepping into your highest performance and being the most effective version of you. But I'm about doing it in a way that feels good and collaborative to all of the other humans who are a part of that process. And the way that you recover from and treat yourself in the aftermath of a mistake is going to have a huge impact on that. So in summary, there are two kinds of mistakes. There are productive mistakes, which are literally mistakes that you have to make in order to move a project forward. Productive mistakes cannot be avoided. And when you are trying to avoid productive mistakes, you can feel really stuck in your work because you're not willing to just get messy and just get going and make the mistakes that need to be made for the work to move forward. You're assuming there's some other way or something you don't know about when really the way forward is the messy way. That's a productive mistake. You want to make lots of productive mistakes and you want to be super confident as you make them. You don't want to apologize for them because you are making them in order to make progress. So those are productive mistakes. Unproductive mistakes are mistakes that don't really have to happen in order for you to make progress. So maybe a piece of information was presented wrong. Maybe you calculated something wrong. Maybe you shared wrong information with someone. Some kind of mistake that didn't have to happen. And with unproductive mistakes, it's important to know they're not avoidable. We are human. We will make all kinds of mistakes. What's most important is that you practice being kind and supportive of yourself when you make a mistake so that as you investigate what you might want to change to ensure that that mistake happens less, you are actually in a place where you can learn in a healthy, productive way and where that experience is overall making you stronger and more confident rather than weaker and less confident. So I hope that today's episode has changed how you view mistakes. And what I really hope is that it's taken some pressure off and that some of your expectations of how you need to operate, like some of those perfectionist expectations are loosening. If you felt a shift, if you found this episode helpful, if it helped you uncover something about yourself, share it with a friend or coworker who might also benefit from taking their professional and personal growth deeper. When you share the show, it helps me out so much. It means so much to me. And it is so delightful when people discover a podcast 
that they never would have known about because you were the one to share it with them. So thank you in advance for sharing and spreading the word about the Art of Speaking Up podcast. Thank you for listening to the show and sticking with me until the very end. And one last reminder to grab my free resource library, which is a collection of video courses, eBooks, audio courses, workbooks, templates, so much stuff in there, all designed to help you thrive and succeed in your nine to five and corporate career. You can grab the free resource library by heading over to justguzzitcoaching.com slash free resources. Link is in the show notes. Have a beautiful day and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.